like a solitary tree with every single leaf completely still. Your camping site is an empty rectangle of bleached grass. Later in the morning, your friends wake up and say, He's gone away. Autumn's coming. Snuffkin padded along calmly. The forest closed round him, and it began to rain. The rain fell on his green hat and on his raincoat, which was also green. It pittered and pattered everywhere, and the forest wrapped him in a gentle and exquisite loneliness. There were many valleys along the coast. The mountains rolled down to the sea in long, stately curves to promontories and bays, which cut deep into the wild country. In one of these valleys, a Filiyonk lived all by herself. Snufkin had met many Filiyonks in his time, and knew that they had to do things in their own way and according to their own silly rules. But he was never so quiet as when he went past the house of a Filiyonk. The fence had straight and pointed posts, and the gate was locked. The garden was quite empty. The clothesline had been taken in, and the woodpile had gone. There was no hammock and no garden furniture. There was none of the charming disorder that generally surrounds a house in summer. No rake, no bucket, no left-behind hat, no saucer for the cat's milk. None of the other homely things that lie around, waiting for the next day, and make the house look welcoming and lived in. Villionk knew that autumn had arrived, and she shut herself up inside. Her house looked completely closed and deserted, but she was there, deep, deep inside, behind the high, impenetrable walls and the dense fir trees that hid her windows. The quiet transition from autumn to winter is not a bad time at all. It's a time for protecting and securing things, and for making sure you've got in as many supplies as you can. It's nice to gather together everything you possess as close to you as possible, to store up your warmth and your thoughts, and to burrow yourself into a deep hole inside, a core of safety where you can defend what is important and precious, and your very own. Then the cold and the storms and the darkness can do their worst. They can grope their way up the walls looking for a way in, but they won't find one. Everything is shut, and you sit inside, laughing in your warmth and your solitude, for you have had foresight. There are those who stay at home, and those who go away, and it has always been so. Everyone can choose for himself, but he must choose while there is still time, and never change his mind. Filiyonk started to beat carpets at the back of her house. She put all she'd got into it with a measured frenzy, and everybody could hear that she loved beating carpets. Snufkin walked on, lit his pipe, and thought, They're waking up in Moomin Valley. Moomin Papa is winding up the clock and tapping the barometer. Moomin Mama is lighting the stove. Moomin Troll goes out onto the veranda and sees that my camping site is deserted. He looks in the letterbox down at the bridge, and it's empty too. I forgot my goodbye letter. I didn't have time. But all the letters I write are the same. I'll be back in April. Keep well. I'm going away, but I'll be back in the spring. Look after yourself. He knows anyway. And Snufkin forgot all about Moomin Troll as easily as that. 
At dusk, he came to the long bay that lies in perpetual shadow between the mountains. Deep in the bay, some early lights were shining, where a group of houses huddled together. No one was out in the rain. It was here that the Hemulan, Mimble, and Gaffsy lived, and under every roof lived someone who had decided to stay put. People who wanted to stay indoors. Snufkin crept past their backyards, keeping in the shadows, and he was as quiet as he could be, because he didn't want to talk to a soul. Big houses and little houses, all very close to each other. Some were joined together, and shared the same gutters and the same dustbins, looked in at each other's windows and smelt their food. The chimneys and high tables and the drain pipes, and below the well-worn paths leading from door to door. Snufkin walked quickly and silently and thought, Oh, all you houses, how I hate...